I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are discussing the movie adaptation of A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. Welcome back. This is the last we're going to be talking about this series. So enjoy it while you can. We are done. And I know it's been it's been a lot of episodes dedicated to the Hunger Games series. But you know what? Like we had some good discussion and this movie, I I am planning to watch it, even though I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of the book, but I will still watch it. Um, It comes to theaters on November 17th of this year. It is directed by Francis Lawrence, who also directed Catching Fire and both of the Mockingjay movies. So you know it's going to be good. Yeah, and you know the vibes are going to be right. And you can tell just by looking at it, like it's it's giving the same type of like aesthetic. I was trying to find more information just like about how involved Suzanne Collins was in the making of the film. On Wikipedia, it says Lionsgate has been working with her on a movie adaptation since 2019, but the book wasn't even out yet. So I guess like they must have just been like, obviously it'll sell. So we want to just like, we don't care. We don't care what your book is like. We are going to make a movie of it. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. What year did the book come out? 2020. Yeah. I didn't realize it was so recent. Me either. But yeah, I guess they were just like, surely we'll be riding on the success of the of the previous trilogy. They're not wrong. Even if there had not been a book, I still would have gone to see this movie. Yeah, because I didn't even know about the book until the movie yeah. was being advertised. Same. Yeah, no, like I saw the trailer for it on TikTok and I was like, that's gonna fucking slap. I'm yeah. gonna see that. And then everyone's like, I hope it's true to the book. I was like, what book? Yeah, well, and also I didn't realize there were that many people who were fans of the book. <laughs> yeah. As far as like any like statements from Suzanne Collins herself, the queen herself. Uh, she doesn't really do like social media stuff or like she promo. Likes her privacy. Yeah, which I I respect that. But yeah, she's I I don't have any like specific information about her statements. So mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah, whatever she puts out, I will see. So for the cast, there's some controversy <laughs> with this cast that we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Rachel, oh, uh, Rachel, looking at you. So. For Coriolanus Snow, Tom Blythe will be starring as him. So he hasn't really been in a lot, which I love when people, I love it when directors do this. They hire people that we've never seen before. It gets some mm-hmm. fresh faces out there. Um, So his first official role was for Feral Child in Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> he's probably only been in about like five other things. So I think this is like a huge breakout role. And what a role to start out with, too. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be huge good for him and Um, i love that he's gonna like this role is such a um it's probably such a fun thing to lead into performance wise because like how cool to just like play an absolute villain you know what i mean like and if he does it well that's all he's going to play for the rest of his life. Oh, and I and he'll he'll eat it up if he's a good mm-hmm. villain. He's a good villain, like you know. I think based off of the trailers I've seen and some of the uh, media I've seen for it, he's going to make a really really good snow, just in terms of like the way he holds himself. So I'm very very excited. Um, and then for Lucy Graybeard, 
Rachel Rachel Zegler. Ziegler? Zegler. Ziegler? I don't know actually Zegler. how to pronounce that. Yeah. Anyway. So she, um <laughs> <laughs> she kind of put herself in a in a bad light. Uh she had like, you know, everyone's seen it, her little aggressive interview for her snow white film very aggressive and like i think what bothers me the most about the situation is it kind of sucks because i can understand the points that she was making or that she was trying to make however she was just so fucking uncharismatic about it she made everyone like hate her so bad well and it's like that's her fucking movie like you chose to do this movie you chose to do it and okay but like If, like, let's just say, let's just say she had presented um, her argument in a different way. And she was like, yeah, um, as much as, you know, the the cartoon, the original cartoon had such a huge impact on Disney, like what we've decided to do with our version is to really kind of update it and really modernize it to where um, the character of Snow White is, you know, having a lot of her own like like personality and she's not so much relying on a love interest you know like there's such a way mm-hmm. she could have said it but she did it not do that at all so much kinder <laughs> and like tactful than what yeah. she did and it's like it's not wrong like the things that you were saying were not necessarily wrong no. but for you to be like how yeah, aggressive it's clearly like a product of its time and it's like yeah it is but like there's just a way to talk about it that's not like and and fuck this film and don't even watch it. She just really was kind of bulldozing her own mm-hmm. success, I feel like. Yeah, it didn't really make much sense to me. And it also just and I I hate this for her, but it's like once you know women in those positions show themselves in that way everybody is going to shit on her for the rest of her life and that sucks it does because again and it it comes back to the kind of like the misogynistic Mm -hmm. um issues that are still prevalent in in every aspect of our society but like people are just gonna be like oh she's a bitch like Like, she's she's not good to work with i don't like her yeah i don't know why I, i think that could really harm her career i don't know why she was so unprepared like PR training wise like what happened well and I'm really really hoping she just absolutely kills it in this Hunger Games sequel to the point where maybe people will overlook that but she's really moving forward like she's really got to get it together yeah well the thing is like I guess it's possible that maybe they did train her well, but she actually is just insufferable. And she just chose to... Like, maybe she really is just really annoying and and kind of the worst. And it's that hard to say. Too. It's yeah. hard to say because... We don't know this gal. I don't want to make a, a snap judgment based on this interview, but it, it certainly looked bad. It's not good. <laughs> anyway, then we have... Uh, Tigress will be portrayed by Hunter Schaefer, and I've never seen Euphoria. Have you? Uh, no, but okay. I do I know, people, know that she's a very good actress. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard great things. She she's apparently I I think she really fits the role super well, and yeah. um, she actually kind of looks like the guy who's playing Snow, so that's even better. Um, yeah, they do look like they could be related. Yeah, sure. so that's going to be super believable. I'm very excited. Yeah. She's so pretty. 
Love she that. really is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She really is gorgeous. This it's cast gorgeous. is just an, an attractive cast. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly. Um, okay. I think Viola Davis as Dr. Gall. <gasps> My co Yes. Okay. She I love perfection. her. She is going to slay the hell out of that slay. role. Like, oh, she can be. She is so just like captivating. She's so intense. And yes, she is just going to make you believe like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is fucking certifiable and i'm scared of her like she's yeah. gonna knock it out of the park and i can't wait she is uh she's gonna do so good i'm so so freaking excited same thing with peter dinklage as casca highbottom mm-hmm. i will watch anything that peter dinklage is in because yeah. he just puts his heart and soul into that performance every time What's amazing about Peter Dinklage is he is, he just has like this charisma that always shines through with his character. And like, even when his character is doing like, arguably horrible things. Nefarious things. (laughs) He's got like this humor about him and like this delivery that he makes you be like, you know what? Yeah, like that was justified. His behavior is justified. Well, and I think it's really going to elevate just the character of Casca Highbottom because, like I said, like, I didn't 100% get his character, mm-hmm. and I think it is just going to really add, like, a layer, and, like, hopefully they maybe add, like, a little bit more in about him, but yes. just with, like, his persona in general, I think it already is making the character a 100 times better. For sure, because I think it'll be, like, finally... Casca Highbottom's gonna have kind of like a a purpose like mm-hmm. yes my motivations are this and it's gonna maybe shine through more because like at the book it was like why are you making the like, choices that you're what making? what is your end game <laughs> it was uh, yeah and I I hate to like you know like hate on any aspect of the book but like it really did feel unclear so yeah I think the cast is gonna be incredible some things about just some articles about the movie that <laughs> I'm a little concerned about. Yeah. One of them says, if the studio can capture the same level of interest for Snow and Lucy as they did for Katniss, they will want to expand the movie universe. I hope they don't. No. It's like, <laughs> um, you're done. You're done. Well, and also, it's like, I didn't really feel the interest between the two it was just such a very unhealthy thing going back and forth I do think she could have made it something I respect Um, her choice but I'm glad she did it because Mm -hmm. how unrealistic like it would never have worked out they he realized that it would never work out and he's a bad person and Mm -hmm. she did not deserve that and so I hope they don't make more movies about it and I kind of feel like Suzanne's almost like closing the door on purpose Mm -hmm. and so i didn't i didn't necessarily agree with that particular line of that uh, opinion piece which obviously like i'm not coming for them like that's your opinion and right but i and i agree like maybe the the studio would be interested in making more money i'm sure they would but oh i'm sure it would be trash garbage and suzanne would probably not be on board for putting out trash garbage in her name yeah um the other thing I thought it just kind of made me giggle is this article said fans will get to see a very different side of Snow as he is portrayed as less self-assured and still developing his tyrannical tendencies. And I was just like, oh, like, yeah, he's just a, he's just a baby. 
Like he hasn't he hasn't developed his tyrannical tendencies yet. So it's like, uh, no, he's 18. <laughs> um, he's almost a grown adult yeah. and he's making terrible choices. So let's not like that's what I hope is that I hope people act fucking right with this <laughs> and they better act right. And remember that this man mm-hmm. is committing genocide. Yeah. Well, what? okay, so we were, I mean, jokingly, but we were saying, like, a couple weeks ago, like, I hope, you know, there's no, there's no confusion in my brain. Like, we were a little bit worried about that. But you know what? That he After has, reading this? <laughs> he has zero redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. So let's just keep that in mind. I'm not worried about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, he has zero redeeming qualities, zero things to empathize with him about. And so y'all better act right for real because there's act no excuse. Right. And it's like, I know, I know how these young men and women are going to be on TikTok because Tom Blythe, like, in my personal opinion, I don't find him overly attractive. However, I do see, I, I do see how other people could. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's I just good know, looking, but yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's not, good looking. He's not like um, someone for me personally that I'm like, yeah, I'm looking up thirst traps of Tom right. Blythe. But, but they're going to be out there. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. They will be plentiful. Yeah. So keep in mind that when you're thirsting over these edits on TikTok, it is for the the handsome actor and not for the villain. Because that's (laughs) that's bad. Yeah. We don't. We know. We don't get it. We don't excuse that. We know that you guys get it. And I (laughs) also we can't say anything. That was us with Ben Barnes as the Darkling. So you know what? We get it. We get it. Um. Stand by my man. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? We did nothing wrong, but (laughs) no, Um, (laughs) we recognize, we recognize where the line is. I just want to be so clear right now, but (laughs) join us next week as we kick off spooky season with a mini sode about some uh, book talk recs for October because we've been seeing lots of them. Very excited. And then the week after, we're going to be discussing some haunting childhood ghost stories that have just really scarred us for life. Yes. And and it'll be a good combination of like email chains and oh like, God. you know, stories that were told over the campfire. Also, for the month of October, we will be reading The X-Hex and The Kiss Curse the by kiss Rachel curse. Hawkins. The Kiss Curse. Real cute. So, so those are kind of like uh like rom-coms that are about witches as far as i know so and that's like my bread and butter so so we will talk to you next time and as always let's get lit